to be in the house of the Lord and I talked today about releasing the anointing. I know it's 544 and I recognize that it's us and we're here on a Sunday night and you are <clears throat> here and letting your light shine and that's exactly where we are in this hour. If there was ever a time we have to let our light shine, let the anointing show. On the Old Testament, the Bible talked about it ran down the beard all the way to the skirts of the garment when they were anointed. And we know that David talked, made mention that there's a spirit of unity and a spirit of the only way you can have a spirit of unity is to believe in a common cause, whatever that is. The little snake that you see cut up was showed New England and Rhode Island and New York and some of these states and they was there was a sense South Carolina North Carolina of trying to get them to unify, trying to get them to come together. And I mentioned this group that I saw in the room in the hotel there in, in Florida where we were that was meeting and that sense of finding a cause. Let me tell you something. We have a cause that ought to be able to unify us if nothing else will. If I don't like anything about you, the very fact that you've been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, the devil's trying to do his best to destroy, kill, and destroy every family and rob, that ought to be enough to say we have a common enemy to release the anointing. You say, well, but they didn't act nice. They weren't sweet. They weren't kind. They weren't, I get it. I don't know what they were fighting, but you know what? Greater is he that's in us. And I, I mentioned what, Simon wrote about submitting and humbling yourself and casting your cares and it, why? Why do you do all of that? Why do you actively humble yourself? And why, you know, why did Brother Josh talk about that moment of I'm ready to go after it and I relax and yet who knows what spirit if he would have been honk, honk, honk who knows? The guy may have reached under a seat and pulled a gun. You go, oh, well, that wouldn't happen in Newark. <laughs> or he may have threatened to get out and try to beat him up. I, I don't know. The point is, we don't want those spirits hanging on to us yeah. in this hour because we are in... We hopefully we are unified and as Psalms David said, except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. And except the Lord keep the city, the watchman watches in vain. What are you saying? You can't do enough to stop the spirits from coming after you or the enemy without God's help. Right. You can say, I'm just going to be loving and nice and kind to everyone. You know how long you're going to last? Not very long. 
You can decide, I'm going to be sweet. I'm going to be, you just, it's, except the Lord keep you. And it says, it is vain. He said, you can't get up early enough. You can't sit up late enough. You can't. You can't you can be in in whatever depression eat the bread of sorrows or you can say lord i'm going to cast all of this on you you say, well, I'm just looking. I'm waiting. If they come after me, oh. You know, at some point you just have to say, Lord, my faith, my trust is all in you. As a matter of fact, the Lord himself says, he said, take heed, beware of covetousness. Be, why? Because covetousness will break the unity. I'm jealous. Well, how come I didn't get this? Why didn't I get this gift? Why didn't I get this talent? Why didn't I get this job? How come they didn't ask me? Well, nobody said anything to me. Nobody told me. Nobody. And all of a sudden, where am I? I, 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 I well, I guess they don't like me. I guess I just need to find someplace else. Nobody. You know what? You, you got to be careful because I want to tell you something. There's a spirit that'll get a hold of you. It'll get a hold of me. It'll get a hold of all of us. And he said, a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things that he possesses. That's why I, I put that verse there because you can't do enough, get enough to be significant, to feel like you're important enough that people will respect you. You know? You say, well, if I were the judge, if I were the senator, if I were the president, Everybody would respect me. <laughs> I don't care if you're the last president or this president. About half of America doesn't like you. Think about it. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be, tell you which one to like. I'm just telling you, nobody likes you. <laughs> If you're not careful, you say, oh, well, and that's why when, Sol when Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes, he said things like, I looked at all the work, every work for a man is envied of his neighbor. Notice that. You know what makes our neighbors jealous is what we have. If you have a new truck, oh man, I wish I had a new truck. What somebody else has. And that spirit can eat you up, folks. Yeah. Well, they have a this, I want a that. They have a that, I want a that. They have a this, I have a that. He said, uh, he said, those are the things. He said, it's vanity and vexation of spirit. It will get in your spirit because you're taking your eyes off of him and looking at somebody else. And when somebody comes to me and says, well, do you see how they did this? Do you see what they did? Do you hear what they said? Do you hear what? Where are you looking? <clears throat> it will stop the anointing is the point of it. In the Amplified, he saw, he, it, was, it reads like this. Then I saw that all painful effort in labor and all skill in work comes from man's rivalry with his neighbor. 
This is also vanity and a vain striving after the wind and a feeding on it. What are you saying? You can't have nice things. You can't have something else. Absolutely. You can have all the nice things you want. You can have. But don't let it get in your spirit. Oh, I, I got to get this. I got to do this. I can't be in church. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read the Bible. I, I've got to go. I've got to get something else. I've got another barn to fill up. I've got another. And I got plenty. I, if you want to fill one, I'll give you stuff to put in it. After a little bit, it all turns to junk anyway. But the point of it all is, you can allow yourself to get going until you miss the greatest gift that you have. And that is the anointing that is inside of you that you can break open at a moment's notice. You can say, in the name of Jesus. You go to work, somebody's got a problem. You can say, I bless you in Jesus' name. I want the Spirit to flow out on you. What are you doing? That's something more than all the trucks and cars and computers or phones. I can give you something that the world can't give you, that the world can't do anything about. That's a touch, a taste of the anointing. Oh, and you say, well, well, you've got to be able to, and I know, I, I understand. I've I got to be able to run. i got to be able to walk. I've got to be able to, you don't have to be able to do anything like that. You can, Brother Larry, bless his heart, we're praying for a miracle. But do you know while he is in the hospital, he can break out the anointing right where he is when somebody comes in and he can just let it flow? I, can, I talked to Brother Matthew White. I, I haven't talked to a couple others that went to visit him and they said man he looks good I felt good when I came out of there I just felt the anointing I want to tell you that's the way it ought to be we ought to be able to break the anointing even if all I can do is blink my eyes why because I have something that's greater than anything else that's why the Lord was very plain about taking a break and I understand, I don't, you know, you say, well, you need to, people ask me if I enjoyed my vacation this last week. <laughs> and I did, I just don't know where it was at. I was looking for it. I'm sure it was there, but I missed it anyway. <clears throat> but the Lord wrote all the way back in Exodus, six days thou shalt labor, do all your work. Seventh day shall be a Sabbath of the Lord thy God. You need a time to be in the presence of the Lord. In fact, he said it like this in the Old Testament. Not only should you not do work, your son shouldn't do work, your daughter shouldn't do work, your manservant, your maidservant, your cattle, the stranger that's in the, your gates... For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them is and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and hallowed it, made it holy. What are you saying? It's a blessing to be able to come into the presence of the Lord on Sunday. Amen. Take a moment, you say, and we've got a world that now, they don't need church. They don't need God. I, I would, I can go out and I could, I'd rather go and I, I understand everybody needs a vacation. I'm not talking about you can't miss to go camping or do, but let me tell you, that will not refresh you. Yeah. 
like the presence of Almighty God. You can say, well, I, you know, it's hard work being church. Here, the line starts behind me. I agree. Unfortunately, I remember as a kid telling my folks, they're here. I remember, can we go on a vacation where we don't go to church? <laughs> remember me saying that? Yeah. I get it. Because everywhere we went, we went to church somewhere. They knew somebody that pastored nearby here. They knew somebody. That, I'm like, oh God, we're going to church again. <laughs> and I, I understand. Take a break, miss. I, you know, they, they talk about every minister needs a Sabbath and needs take two weeks off, six weeks off. In fact, Brother Blizzard said, you know, Pastors, go home, tell your people you need six weeks where you don't talk to anybody. I said, yeah, amen. Preach it, brother. <laughs> don't even speak to anybody. But he's out in Las Vegas. I guess he does need six weeks where you don't speak to anybody. I don't know. He, what do you say? You've got to get into the anointing. When you are overrun, when you are stressed out, uh, for the wrath, wrath killeth the foolish man, and envy slayeth the silly one. Is found in Job. That's a great verse. You know what? I mean? You can read it in the Amplified. Vexation and rage kill the foolish man. Jealousy and indignation slay the simple. What are you saying? Those are spirits. Vexation, rage, wrath, jealousy, indignation. They get a hold. I, I mean, you say, well, it's just happening here. It, I just, my phone blurb hit a thing that said some guy in Thailand drove into a nursery and killed 22 children at a daycare in Thailand. Then got in his car and started running over people on the way. I don't know. He's killed however how many and they caught him and, and then he went back and killed the woman and the boy that he was living with and there is a rage folks that is out there and you can say oh I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Without the anointing we're all susceptible. I'm going to tell you. And, and so John, he said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you know what you're going to have? Tribulation, trials, distress, frustration. Anybody have had? Huh? You had any of those? Am I the only one? These are the words of Jesus. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. I'm here to tell you that God is able to give you the victory over every spirit, everything that would come against you if you'll release the anointing and let the anointing flow. You can't ignore it. You can't run from it. 
You can't say, well, I just won't do it. I'll buy my willpower. I, I'll, it won't happen. I'm sorry. David said, I was dumb with silence. I held my peace without profit, had no comfort from any good, while my distress was... You just be quiet. I, I'll just... I'm just not going to say anything. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> distress is going to breed distress. Anger and frustration will breed anger and frustration. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. You know, you, well, count to ten. But at some point, you're going to have to recognize that you'll get a hold of you. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. You know what he said? Lord, make me to know my end. In other words, get my eyes off of what is so bothering me now. And let me look at eternity. Because in eternity, is this really going to matter? Is this going to... Huh? Oh, you say... Why? Why? Because I'm starting to release the anointing. That's basically what he was saying. David said, the more I just kept quiet, the more it just ruminated in me, the angrier I got. Let me measure my days. Let me know and realize how frail I am and how transient is my stay here. That's Psalms 39 reading in the Amplified. Then you say, well, okay, I, I just want to escape. I just want to escape. Escape it. We were in the escape capital of the world. Disney was in Orlando. Get away from it all. Just, oh, I have no problems till I get the bill. I'll just escape into a bottle. I'll escape into a drug. I'll escape into something on my phone. I'll just escape. I've never felt like doing that. Just going on a Viking cruise. That's my wife's problem. She gets that. What are you saying? You can't escape. You have to release the anointing on it. Do you see what I'm saying? Sure. I, you can go to Disney. That's fine. I'm not saying you can't ever go to Disney. I, I've been. You go. It's fine. Uh, that's not, but that's not going to stop the spirit that'll get a hold of you. You'll probably go and somebody will cut in line in front of you. I've been there and seen rude people, believe it or not, in Disney. Now, you may not know they exist in Disney, but, huh? Somebody all of a sudden. <laughs> what? They're at Giant Eagle, too. You've seen a couple at Giant Eagle? Anyway. David said, oh, that I had wings like a dove and I could fly away and be at rest. I would wander far away and lodge in the wilderness. I would escape, find a shelter from the stormy. 
nights and the strong winds and I would just get away from the tempest. And yet, what we know is, sorry, I will go back. What we know is he who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats or harps on a matter separates friends. Sometimes you can't ruminate on it. You got to just let it go. Why? I'm breaking the anointing on this. I know what spirit's behind what's going on. I, I recognize what the devil's trying to do with it. I'm not saying they're full of the devil, but I'm telling you what I know the enemy is trying to do into my spirit so that I won't praise God. I won't worship God. I won't magnify God. And so at some point, I've got to say, you know what? I've got to let my life love grow. Oh, that's why Paul told him, he says, you say, well, how do you break that? You have to start letting the love. And the Bible says the Holy Ghost, the love of God, you're filled with it. You got to do what Paul said in Thessalonians. May the Lord make you to increase and excel, overflow in love, one for another and for all people. What are you saying? this is ever a time that we got to pray for a baptism of the love of God. Huh? I told my wife this afternoon, I, we, we've got them. The ushers have them. We're going we're to take communion. You know, why? Because I know we didn't do it this morning, but I, I want the blood to flow through all of us tonight. Huh? And we're going to have them. If you got somebody at home or you're watching and you want to join us, we'll get you the communion cup. But we're going to, we're going to get the ushers ready. To, we're going to stand up here in a moment and do that. Why? Because if there was ever a time we need the love of God, Paul prayed for that for the Thessalonians. I want it to grow and establish and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I know Sister Jenny told my wife this morning, you know what? It seems like after one blow after another, it ought, it's making us feel like we're more a body. We need one another. We love one another. Why? Because we're breaking open the anointing. We're releasing the anointing. You say what? Well, I don't need to pray. Let me tell you, you <laughs> pray for me for nothing else. You say, well, I don't want to pray for you. Well, pray for somebody. And then not only do you have to let your love grow, but you have to stay hopeful. That's why Paul wrote to the Romans, may the God of your hope so fill you with what? Joy? Peace in believing. You say, well, I don't feel joyful. Then you've got to release the anointing to let the Holy Ghost fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith. <laughs> you know what the experience of your faith is? That one day the Lord loved you enough to die for you. And how do I know it? Because one day I went down in the watery grave in baptism in Jesus' name. One day I came up speaking in other tongues. One day I felt the release of the Holy Ghost. That same spirit that got Jesus out of the grave. Ooh, I can experience it again. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
This is the Amplified. You may abound and be. What? Bubbling over with despair, anger, frustration. We've got, we've got the anointing, folks. That's why Paul would say, Timothy, stir it up. Stir it up. You keep rejoicing. Rejoice. And in the Lord, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice. What are you doing? I'm, I'm letting the, the bubbling of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because this world has no hope between climate change and Russia and China and you name it. Inflation. Who else is going to say, guess what? I know someplace you can get something that the world can't give you and the world can't take it away. Then I put a, how many have ever heard of that announcement, that advertisement? You're in with Allstate. And then I don't know if you can see that stack of sports equipment. Sorry, Brother David Barrett, I looked for a stack like that that had a cricket bat. Couldn't find one. I don't know why anybody plays that sport anyway. Because I don't get it. The reason I put that there with the Allstate ad, you're in good hands with Allstate, <clears throat> is because if I would have one, if I throw a baseball up right now, well, let me, let me go better than that. Let me throw a football up because it's football. Well, baseball's still going on too. I could throw a football up and tell me how much that football is worth in my hands. $10, $12, whatever it costs to buy it, right? If I were Tom Brady and I was throwing a football up, what's that same football worth in Tom Brady's hands? How many million a year? Now, do you get the concept? It's not the value of the item. It's whose hands you're in. I don't have to be worth very much. But when I come in and break open the anointing, <laughs> I say, I'm tired. I can't do this on my own, Lord. I want you just to take me and use me. <laughs> you got to understand a cricket bat. I had one I bought years ago. It was a child's cricket bat. I didn't even know it. Had it in the garage. Brought it back from Australia. I don't know how much it's worth. It's probably not worth anything. But given the right cricket player. Uh huh? Huh? I'm here to tell you that you know what? I don't know where we are. I don't know what you're going through. But I know if you will get not in my hands. But if you will put yourself in his hands. 
every day you got to get up and say, Lord, here it is. Take it. I want you to use me. I want you to bless. I want you to do with me. Oh, hallelujah. You say, I, I'm overwhelmed. And I, I know that I'm not finished, I, but I'm stopping. Where? Ushers, come ahead. Those of you that have the thing, if you want to partake in communion, I want him to baptize us in love. You say, oh, we don't need it. I'm here to tell you we all need it. In this hour. <clears throat> oh, I forgot to announce that we have a youth thing. I mean, a children's thing coming up on the 22nd. These are the <clears throat> single cup that has the wafer on the top. And it has a wafer on the bottom and the juice on the top. So take the wafer out of the bottom first. So you don't want to open the top. It'll be too hard. So there's a bottom and a top. What are you doing? We're, we're going we're gonna to ask the Lord to baptize us with love. The Bible says as often as you do it, you remember the Lord's death. The eternal. You remember the eternal. It's not about what I'm going through right now. It's about what the Lord's doing with us, and through us, and how he's using us. Come right on in. Once you get it, we're going to stand right in here. Let some others come in. Come in close. Oh, hallelujah. Don't forget, wafer's on the bottom. Don't take the wafer, I mean the top off the top before you get the bottom off the bottom whatever figure it out come right on in up close Bind us together Lord. if you've got somebody at home you want to take one of these Bind home to. us together with cords that cannot be broken Paul wrote in Corinthians as often as you do this, you show the Lord's death. Why? Because that's really what's important is eternity. Oh, I want to have a new house, a new car, a new boat, new camera, a new, you name it. That's great habit. But what's really important, it's not how many toys I'm left with, but where I'm headed when this is all over. That's what's important is where I'm going. And I want, I want everybody to know I'm going with the body of Christ. Hallelujah. All right. If you've got the bottom off, you can get your wafer out. In the name of Jesus. And we'll get ready to take, but we're going to pray for one another. Anybody not have one that wants one? Hallelujah. Let's just pray for one another right now. Let's pray that the love of God oh, flows Lord. through because we're going to break every, together, every chain, every yoke, everything Lord. through the power of the anointing. With cords that cannot Forgive us, Lord. Wash us. Forgive us the times we let a spirit get a hold of us. Bind us that we should have stepped together, on Lord. and rebuked in the name Bind of Jesus. You say, well, I just wanted to say it. Well, I'm here Bind to tell you, we need the anointing together to flow. That's what we need to be saying, a blessing instead of a cursing. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bind hallelujah. 
the name of Jesus, I pray you will bless every individual here tonight. I pray you will Shut remind up. us that this wafer Find represents your again. body and that we are your body. I pray right now as we take the wafer that you will remind us we are one in the name that is above every name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shut up. Lord, as we drink from this cup that represents your blood, I pray you will let your blood flow through us yeah. and out of us as we release the anointing. Oh, you may protect. Take, hallelujah.